1: Hey everybody! Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. We just have a, we just have to start with a confession. Yes. We called the first episode of this current season season three, episode one of season three, and then we realized we're actually in season four. Yes. Look at that. So. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say Kenny was in charge of the intro. He led the intro. He said season three, and I just went with it. Can okay. I, I'm just gonna yes. play. I'm just gonna play that role. Of, it just
0: don't. It doesn't seem right.
1: The problem though is, is that when I looked back at some of my notes and stuff, I when I when I put the notes in, I labeled the notes mm-hmm. season three. Yeah, so that's probably my fault. That's what. That's what it that was. We're gonna fault. blame William so yes wait 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 wait, we can't just blame no we're gonna <laughs> i said all that so that we could both take blame i put it in the notes you said it out loud on the thing but you're blaming it because i put it in the notes Yes, that's, that's
0: what that's what i'm
1: true, doing here right yes, It's probably true what I'm doing anyway it is actually season four and yes. uh we have our first episode in season four we talked about uh, based on John 17, how the local church and local church is could have unity, right? There is this clear call from Jesus for unity. We defined it. It's not just kind of this low-level unity. It's perfect unity, just as the, the Father and the Son are one, so should the church be one. And so we, we talked about, you know, how do you, how do you do that? And we specifically talked about kind of how you do that locally, you know, because we've all probably live in communities where there's just a church on every corner, you know. And so, Kenny came up with the idea that we should have a meeting Yes. to discuss all of our differences. He said the first thing we should do is just kind of clarify the essentials and kick out everybody who doesn't believe the essentials because they're probably actually not Christians. Right. Right. So, we're going to at least draw that big of a circle, right? We're going to say the only people that are in the room we all believe are Christians. Yes. Right. And we know that's a little fuzzy, but but that was the thing, Right. <laughs> So we're going to kick out those who don't believe. Only people in the room, and and we're gonna we're gonna allow people with different issues to still be in the room. Yes. So different denominational issues, things like that. Uh, we talked about complementarian egalitarian. They would still be in the room. Uh, Credo Baptist versus um, believers baptism, right? Still be in the room. All these different things still there. So now we've just got a room full of people that are all mad at each other and all disagree with one another's interpretation of scripture. Yeah. So Kenny, my question to you is now what? Now, now what do we what? do? We've had the meeting. You called it. It's I'm not mm-hmm. my name is nowhere on this meeting. Nowhere nowhere Kenny, near it. Kenny has called the meeting. He's got everybody in there. He's kicked half of the Half of the people out probably or more. We're we're doing that. They are really mad. And then and then but he still has got people in the room that are probably really mad. And so Kenny, what next? Gonna say a prayer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this guy I think yes. last time you started like fasting I started with fasting you know so, uh, so you, the, know? We can, you know humble yeah, ourselves go before there. we go to the you that's know go to the meeting humility's good yes. but we've
0: kicked a bunch of people out that's right? true we've we kicked a bunch yeah, of people out and you take take a moment to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. lament the fact that there are people who were professing to be Christ followers right that are not really Christ followers yes because they actually don't believe in the Jesus of the Bible right so um, we need to make that distinction. Mm-hmm. We, we needed to make that distinction because we, you cannot have unity with unbelievers. Right. They don't believe in Jesus. So let's lament that. And let's pray for their salvation, that they would actually come to know the Jesus of the Bible. And now we're, we're hopefully, <laughs> we've come down off the this idea that some people that we disagree with on secondary issues are still in the room. Mm-hmm. And we can actually start having... Um, level-headed discussions around the things that divide us still, which are you know mm-hmm. important issues in a lot of our minds, and so we need to just have these issues, um, have these issues discussed in okay. a gentle and loving manner, which I believe... What do you think? Three to five years? Three to five years. You know, not... (laughs) not I was joking. You're serious. Three to five years. No, no, no. We start with these conversations, you know, during this day, and then we make a commitment Mm -hmm. to continue these conversations along the way. Okay. Um, And here's the thing, though. I believe that some of these issues, the reason why we divide... I'm going to ask one question in this room. I'm going to say, do you already know that there is a denomination or a church that you're already similar with?
1: <laughs> right. right. That you're mm-hmm.
0: already similar with. Mm-hmm. And the only reason you've divided is because of race. Right. right. That's a big issue in the United States. Right. Yeah. And if you raise your hand and you say that, then y'all already Figure that out, right? Okay, we got to deal with that. <laughs> we, are, we already let's see. We already got that. some of this figured out, right? right.
1: Those two are together. We already them together. together. We already mm-hmm. know that's the sin,
0: good. y'all. You weren't supposed to do that. We figured that out. right So, uh but then we got to get into the deep issues and you know have these conversations. At least let's have these conversations because I believe we have failed when it comes to just that step of having conversations that are loving and gentle and gracious.
1: I don't know if we know how to do it, Kenny.
0: That's And again, in that sense, if we don't know how to do it, then we are in sin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, which again goes back is what is keeping us from. having Right. Cheating, right. 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 Um, yeah. But we need I,
0: to at least acknowledge it. Hey, right. we are in sin. if, if we, if we can acknowledge that these are our brothers and sisters in Christ, mm-hmm. they believe in the essentials of the faith. Yeah. And then we are going to not be able to talk to them with with love and respect and and grace. Mm-hmm. Then we are in sin, right? Now, hopefully, that environment can can make that obvious to us. Right. Are we adding something to the gospel? And many of us don't want to do that, right? We don't want to be guilty of adding things to the to the to the gospel. Mm-hmm. If, if we're saying that these people, we we're justified in being hateful towards these people because they are not believers you're still mm-hmm. not justified in it <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah you're not justified in it you, but you you do need to uh, be able to have those conversations and if we can't have those
1: then you're in sin okay so let's so so let's play that out right we've done that over three to five years let's just say at the end of three to five years there's still some guys who are like you know, I think we should kick this group out of the room or this group is really, really wrong or I'll compromise on every, all the other issues. But I'm not going to compromise on this issue. Yes. How do you hand how would you handle that year five?
0: <laughs> I, th- I, I believe and, and we we I discussed this with somebody recently is that we have made um, like orthodoxy the um, the litmus test for whether or not you are a Christian. And that's right. Right. You but have, well, we, we have to do that. We have to, to do some, that. To some degree. Yes, we have I to mean, do that to some degree, right? Yeah. But why haven't we ever ever said, like, orthopraxy? <laughs> you know, you, mm-hmm. you have the right orthodoxy. Right. But the way you practice the faith makes you an unbeliever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you think about the Pharisees, right? Mm-hmm. Many of them would have had, to a certain extent, like, right doctrine. Mm-hmm from memorizing the law and Mm -hmm. their practice of it, but they did not practice the law properly. Mm. And so why would, why are we looking at people who are divisive and hateful and and saying that they're Christians just because they believe the right things they're not. And so we, at some point we have to say, even though you believe the right things, (laughs) you do not Mm -hmm. practice the right things. And we, we should have said that, to the racist churches, yeah, right. When mm-hmm. that—that was the issue. Is now people are saying, "Okay, well, Christians can be racist, mm-hmm. which you know they can, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't remain <laughs> racist." Yeah. At some point, you mm-hmm. got to come to your come yeah. to your senses and say, "Hey, um, what we're doing according to the Word of God is sin." Yeah, and continuing in that sin is showing that. You don't actually have the right doctrine, hmm. or you you have it in your mind, but it's definitely not in your heart.
1: Hmm.
0: And so somebody, five years later, and you're still at the point to where you are, you've gotten to the point where you're being super divisive.
1: Hmm. You're not a believer. Okay. That's so, hard. but that, but I mean, that's what they're saying. Just need to use an examples, but but they're yes. but they're saying this guy over here is not a believer because of what he believes about the Bible, and then you're going to come back at him and say, "No, actually, hey man, a- we agree what the actual were. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yes, you're not a believer, yes, because you're 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 holding your like it's almost as if you get to a point where if you're not careful, you um. We're actually going to
0: make the divisions even harder, right? Well, well
1: no. What I was going to say is, is you you kind of start pushing people out over their convictions. Yes. And I, like, I struggle with this mm-hmm. because I like people who have convictions. Yes. And they're strong on them, and they're committed to them, right? Hmm. But I've also been a pastor long enough to see that. That 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 those people can cause real division. Yes, in the local church because they may have good convictions, even convictions that I agree with, right? But because of they because of the way they handle those convictions and communicate those convictions, they end up isolating everybody else or throwing everybody else under the bus or you know whatever it is. And I think that's a huge hurdle. I mean that yeah. is a hard because um, because like we don't we're not trying to say. Let's make Christianity, like I don't think Jesus was trying to say, let's make Christianity the biggest possible thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get the bare minimums, get everybody in a room and all. Like, no, we want people to believe truth about the Bible. We want people to have convictions. And... The 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 distinguishing thing though is the essentials, non essentials, right? Yes. You have to have convictions about that line has to be really really clear, right? Yes, as, as clear as you can make it, you know. And yet, when it comes to non essentials, we really do need to be able to cooperate with one another, right? But I think we we. We just, it's hard to do, but we either compromise, we compromise somewhere. Yes. Either we compromise on the essentials and then it all becomes kind of fuzzy, whatever, or we just dig our heels in and get mad and irate because people don't agree with us on the, on the secondary matters. And so, I mean, it's almost, we're, we're sinning on both sides. Right. Right. And so now we've got two groups in the room. (laughs) <laughs> One group that's mad about all these other people for their non essentials, the other group's all lovey and feely, right? And they're 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 being tempted to compromise yes. on the on they're they're starting to invite other people back into the room, right? I mean yes. they're they're ready to hey, right. you know, maybe we were wrong on these. let's let's get them back in the room. And so I think, you know, those are I mean, those are challenges, you know, that right. are gonna be hard to I overcome. I believe,
0: you know, Romans fourteen would be a good point for that where there's nothing wrong with the convictions. Like mm-hmm. the convictions are are good, and Paul would say, you know, you do need to be convinced in your own mind. Yep. But he would say, that's between at yes. that point, it's between you and God.
1: That is a good point.
0: Like you don't you don't need to be casting that that conviction off on your brother or sister. And he actually, I mean, he would say, Paul would say in Romans 14, I am convinced in my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> that I can eat whatever I want to and be yeah. fine. But I would dare not, you know, um, destroy my brother who doesn't believe that you should Mm -hmm. eat meat for the sake of my conviction. Yeah. Right. I'm going to hold my conviction. My conviction is going to be between me and God. And I'm going to keep fellowship with my brother Mm -hmm. or my sister who thinks eating meat is actually wrong. Right. And he would say, if you you, you better have a conviction one way or the other, <laughs> mm-hmm. because if, it's, if you're not convinced, then you're in sin. Right. Like Anything your you lack of conviction mm-hmm. is a sin. So I, I believe that's, you know, at some point we got to say, yes, I hold to this and I hold to this firmly. Mm-hmm. But is this essential? No. Well, yeah. then this is between me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. I am not going to. A destroy my brother or break fellowship with my brother. B, mm-hmm. for the sake of this issue.
1: Yeah, I th- I think I mean, I, I really do think I mean when you when you look at the church now and not just the church. I mean you look at politics or you look at whatever you look at, and there's just a further um, further splintering. Yes, and it's, and it's just happening. You know, it's happened since the Reformation. We've said in the church, you know, we talked about it in the church, but. um, but now we see it happening even among you know like one political party they're like well you're not conservative enough and you're you're too conservative and you're you know da 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 yes and so like you got one party that's splintering right I think don't you think part of it is that one now we have the ability to communicate with people I mean all of our convictions right yeah I mean you can post them on the Facebook and let them let everybody know <laughs> everybody this know. is what I believe not yes. only do you have the power to do that. Everybody else, everybody does. Who is your friend? <laughs> yes. has the power to come and comment under your convictions and give the ten reasons why they don't agree with your convictions. Yes, and so it just creates this just just ongoing division. Yeah,
0: right. And it, what it, what it creates is you know what what the Bible is kind of calling us to when it calls us to unity. It creates this self importance. Mm. right because yeah. social media is driving us to tell what we think yeah and it makes our our opinions and our our beliefs seem important mm-hmm. Right, like you amplify what you believe amplify right. what you what you think mm-hmm. and so we, we get this self-importance about us and then we get likes and i mean mm-hmm. it really is and there, there's a a psychological part to this right where the Mm -hmm. idea of getting likes and shares it it creates Mm -hmm. some sort of validation for you and you just want to keep doing it and it makes you Mm -hmm. feel important yeah and and that's where we are right that's exactly where we are
1: i you know one of the things my wife and i have talked about this with the struggle of um just making a decision to school our or kids, right? Yes. Uh, I I just for the right ra- I think that's a hard I think that's a hard decision. I think it's going to vary from family to family. Yes. But I mean there there are people out there who not only have they made a decision about what they think is best for their kids, but I mean they are going to die on that hill. Right. And if you don't agree with them on the convi- not only not only do you have to like be like, "Hey, yeah, that's a good move for you and your kid." No, no, that's not enough. It's not enough. You have to do that for your kid. Yes. Everybody has to do for their kid what they're doing for their, you know, and it's like, it, it's just an it's just a small, I mean, it's just a small example of. It, but it's, it's it's a good example of how passionate people can get, right? And about, we would say you should be convicted about what you want to do for your kids. Yes, that you should think about that and pray about that and wrestle with that and, you know, look at the school mm. system and look at homeschooling. I mean, you should do all of those things, right? Without. Judging your brother or sister who may go a different route. Yes, and 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 you don't have to feel like your brother or sister is judging you because they went a different route. Right. They're not doing that. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they they shouldn't be if they yeah. you if know, they are, they're in sin. That's right. That don't like mean the, you should do they're it. They're just making right. a decision to do it. Yes. So I I, mean, I just think that dynamic, Kenny, is I mean I think it it's pervasive. It for is sure. extremely pervasive, right? And yeah. so. Those are going to be things that you're going to have to deal with in the room, right? Yes. I mean, you're you're going to have to work through not just the issues, right? I mean, you're going to have to deal with the issues, but you're going to have to. Um, I mean, we. I mean, I've heard it my whole life. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree, and I'm like, nobody knows how to do that, right? No, we just gonna to have to disagree to disagree. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. like, nobody's really like you know like we're gonna we're gonna because what that means is is right we're gonna we're gonna disagree. But but we're gonna we're gonna still be at peace with one another. We're gonna be at unity, right? Yeah. Like I can still worship with my brother who thinks that it's okay to baptize their children, yes. even though I don't think that that's right, you know. And so we've we've um we've we've got to talk on that level, right? Yes, and we've got to work through that level uh, again, probably a. Good, huge dose of humility would be helpful for it would be all, myself included. Me, right? I mean, yes, all of us, yes. And because I think it's weird. I mean, I'm I'm always you know we always use the statement like, um, you know, we all have blind spots. Yes. You know, if you study church history, you know, you read Luther or you read Edwards or you read these guys that are kind of the the heroes, and you go, Ugh, yes, they've got some pretty ugly blind spots. You know. Yes. And then and then from that you learn. Well, we probably all have our blind spots. And yet <laughs> I guarantee you <laughs> when we're in that room and we're having I'm like I ain't got no blind, got spots. No blind spots. Oh y'all no. got blind spots. And no. I And so unless you unless you come into that, you know, with some humility and with some, you know, I mean again, the heart of Jesus in, in John 17, Lord unify us. Bring us yes. bring us together. You know, unless you come at it along that, it I mean all the issues are um you know, you can talk about all those, but in, until you can come at it at that with that kind of heart or that mind, I think you're going to have a real struggle. So so what then, Kenny, right? We, we've worked through all those issues. Maybe we're 10 years out at this point. <laughs> I mean, we have invested a we, ton yes. because we've we've had to figure out how to love each other, how to think through these issues, how to do all this different stuff. Mm. What then?
0: I, I, I believe at that point we need to take some practical steps to okay. actually show um, unity okay like it, there's there's no reason for the town that we live in to have 70 80 something churches it's got to be close to that there there's no I reason mean, yeah and many of those buildings are fairly empty mm. on Sundays yep. yeah and so we got to get rid of some property selling?
1: Oh, now yeah. we we back in the room again we're fighting. We right. back in here fighting. You're definitely in the room fighting because like, you know you know yes. somebody going to be in there and be like, "Well, we can sell all the properties except mine." I mean, I think oh, mine's, oh, ours oh, is probably the best. You'll be fighting amongst. I mean, is, the same we, the same body of believers oh, that already man. worked together. Like yeah. we, we yeah. will yeah. never sell our we're property. Never
0: selling our building. Uh, oh goodness right. gracious! But yes, you, I mean you have to think about like okay, you can fit probably 10 churches in one of these buildings mm-hmm. right now. Right. Cause yep. I mean, you got a, a sanctuary that sits mm-hmm. 200 and probably 30 people are coming. Right. It's a, that's a problem. Right. And that's resources that could be used for the great commission, mm-hmm. which is what we're called to, or right. to take care of the widow and the orphan who yeah. are in distress that we are called to do that. We are using for right. properties. And yeah. so we got to sell some properties. We got to start figuring out the logistics of worshiping together. Mm-hmm. We got to change the name, we got to rebrand. Yeah. We got to reassign some people. Mm. Like I'm re- I'm reassigning some um some pastors. Yeah, pastors, right? ministers,
1: yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: we're reassigning them, we're dividing up some responsibilities. We're going to start the practical work of actually showing ourselves to be unified so mm-hmm. that people may know that the Father sent Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. Cool. And that's going to be all fun and right. easy. That's and, right. Ten years or ten years away. Kenny. Yes. We are ten. Well, what, years. We're we're uh what four years in almost? That's yeah, a years in the between two. <laughs> we got
1: we got two churches. It's only taking us four years. <laughs> only oh, taking us four years to figure out some stuff, oh, man. right? So, yeah, so I could, mean, we got this. seventy churches. Get on it. You call the meeting. You we, call. We're already the experienced.
0: Meeting. We're going to you call to meeting. make this happen. I will so, be there. I will be at yes. the meeting.
1: I mean. But you, you we are going to figure this out, right? So, okay, so there's our there's our big crazy plan for John 17. If we were doing it locally, ten year plan, ten, our ten year we're plan, we're laying the foundation now. But let's let me let me challenge, let me push on you, and just say, okay, let let's say you've got a local pastor who's listening, or you um you have got other people, uh, church members, just just people who are listening. They not they may not be ready to bite off a t- the ten year plan. But but what would you say to them, you know, hey, here's some just practical ways that you can apply John 17?
0: Yes. So there's low-hanging fruit out there for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the um, churches that we, not a lot of them, but there are some churches out there who have similar doctrine, similar practice. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, the only difference is race like at some point we got to acknowledge that that is just sin. Right. That is sinful for, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Acts, look at the early church, how much effort the spirit put into making sure that mm-hmm. Jews and Samaritans and Jews, Samaritans and Gentiles and mm-hmm. all the different nations would, mm-hmm. would not consider themselves separate churches, but to actually make sure that they worship together. Mm-hmm. Like it, it the spirit was very intentional about making sure um y'all are not separate churches. Mm-hmm. Like you all are one church. And right. so we 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 have to look for those just low hanging fruit. Hmm. Like, yeah. okay, we're similar in, in the what we believe. We're similar in the way that we um, practice our faith. Right. Let's go ahead and and mm-hmm. do some of this. Right. Partner together. Some find mm-hmm. ways to do that. Right. right. Find mm-hmm. ways to do that. It's, mm-hmm. This this it shouldn't be that hard for that for right. those mm-hmm. for that low hanging fruit. Um, right. Yes, there are cultural differences. There. Are, I mean, we would we would say that um, it's not as it's it was smooth for us for a lot of reasons. But, right. Yeah. Um. But it was smooth because we have the same doctrine and a lot of the
1: same practices too. Right. So, yeah, um, that's right. I think just looking for that low hanging fruit would yeah. be good. Yeah. I think I would add to that. I mean, like, and this, even this, this kind of exercise has been um, helpful for me in, we just, we've got to think through better essential issues versus non-essential, you know? And uh, I mean, I've kind of, I've joked about kind of, Believer's baptism and versus, uh, you know, infant baptism. Like I, that's a, you know, a guy who was born and raised Southern Baptist, who went to Southern Baptist schools, who has always been in a Baptist, like, like those are kind of some of those, that's the secondary issue where I, my hackles start, you know, I'm like, you know, yes and so it's, it's good for me to, it's good for that. I mean, it's good for me to think through and say, what, how would I handle a situation like that? What do, is that an essential issue? Right. And, um, and I don't think I ever would have said, well, my Presbyterian, you know, my, my Presbyterian friends are not Christians, but I, I, I've I kind of always been okay with, yeah, they're not Christians, but I don't know if they're going to, you know, I don't know if I would join their church or I don't know if I would, you know, and so there's a, I have to really come back and say, eh, maybe I'm, am I thinking about that right? Do I need to rethink through that, you know, and do I need to understand that better? And, um again, not so that I can, I'm going to necessarily change my views, but just so that I can understand my brother better and, and not kind of have this negative view towards him because of that. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, I think that, I think just working through those types of things, I think would be important. Um, what else would you add?
0: Yeah. I would say like, don't be unexamined. Yeah. Like don't, hold so firmly to what you believe or what you believe other people believe Mm -hmm. to where you don't examine yourself and know why that's right you believe it yeah and and do that not so that you can be firmer in your just so you can be firmer in your doctrine so that you can beat someone else over the head who doesn't believe like you but do it for the sake of unity yeah so that you can be able to explain it and so that Mm -hmm. you can be able to to know uh, what other people believe I mean, I I just remember just in my experience as a Christian, there were some positions I held firmly to until, like, somebody challenged me on it Mm. and said, okay, you know, why do you believe that? Mm. And then when I actually had to search the scriptures and and say, okay, this is why I believe it, Mm -hmm. I had to change my beliefs on that. Mm Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I mean, the idea of the rapture, <laughs> Yeah, um, that's right. Just things I believe because I heard other people talk about it and it made mm-hmm. the most sense. And right. that was the pretty much the culture we live in believes mm-hmm. that for the most part. I mean, yep. that's just one example, but there's other examples, too. And so we have to know why we we can't just hold so firmly to it without examining it.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm thankful for my education and different, you know, just classes and Bible teachers that I've had. Because I've had a lot of those experiences. I mean, there's right. been several times where they're walking me through a text, and I'm like, "Ooh, I did not know that that was there." You know, or right. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I had that experience a ton in college. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "What in the world?" And so, again, part of that is I just hadn't been paying attention. You know, yes. I just kind of assumed I be, I knew what I believed, and I believed what I believed, and and uh, and so we all we all just we need to be we need to learn how to rethink that, go through those things, and and and, and examine what we believe. Right? Yes. Uh, one other thing I would add, you know, I mean, it's it's always good to have fellowship with other believers, have fellowship with people who don't agree with you, right? Um, uh, our our Baptist brothers who are listening in probably need to have coffee with our Presbyterian brothers who might be listening in, right, or whatever. I mean, those are those are good things to do to just hang out together, to talk together, to challenge one another, and learn how to do that with <laughs> without <laughs> kicking somebody out of the room, yes. right? Learn how to do that. And love, learn how to do that, and fight. Fight for the sake of unity, not fight for ooh, I want to teach you what you're wrong about. But fight because you want to say, hey, let's let's understand the word together. Let's, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I think that's a good, um, I think that's a good practice for us all. Anything you would add, brother? Yeah, I would say you know even even
0: if you get to the point to where you say you know our convictions are going to keep us apart, find ways to still partner with them. Yeah, that's right. You know, I I may not be able to worship with uh, an egalitarian church, Mm -hmm. but I can pray with them. Yeah. I can Mm -hmm. serve with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can sing with them. (laughs) I mean, there's many things that we can do together. Right. Like, Don't let the one thing to where you you are so convicted that you can't, you know, be one church, so to speak, Mm. get in the way of doing all those other things that you can do together.
1: Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're out of time we, we we need to we do need to have our crazy question. We don't have a whole lot of time, Kenny, so I'm just gonna throw it at you. Yes. Crazy question for today. What would be the name of the new church and how would you rebrand it?
0: Okay. So um you know y'all know I'm an introvert, right? Yes. So I'm gonna keep introvert church as the new name.
1: Introvert. 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 <laughs> <Yes, no. laughs> hey, people are out hey, of the room. And
0: you know how people uh, are out of the room. That's not all inclusive. You know the logo when they have all the people uh with the hands held. Yeah. I'm actually going to like have the people spaced out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, do nobody, nobody holding, do holding hands. hands. Nobody If you ever if Kenny's if you ever invite Kenny to preach like at your service and at the end, you know you do those things where like we used to do this when I was in my church growing up. We would we would hold hands all Yes. Of, don't, we did that sometimes. Don't do that with Kenny. Does no, not want you to do that. Not doing that. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what about you, brother? Introvert church. Yeah, I, I, I would probably go some Puritan direction, and like the name of the church would be like a paragraph, like you know the the gathering yes. of Jesus's people in the location <laughs> of Sykeston for the glory of His name and yes. the praise of all peoples throughout all the earth. There right? we go. It'd be something yes. ridiculously crazy because all the little stuff, you know, like unity or, right you know all although i don't want to name something because i'll probably no. offend somebody but like all those like one word things they just they they there's no way they can no grab, they, you can't grab everything no you, you cannot know? and so you do need that yeah anyway who knows who knows um uh, 10 years that's our 10-year plan yes our 10-year plan we got to work on introvert church i vote against that we've, <laughs> we've got to work on our naming and our branding so right <laughs> hey thanks for listening uh to season what is it kenny Four. four. Season four. We're in season four. And uh, we look uh, look forward to catching up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to fellowship at gmail.com. That's fellowship at gmail.com. We would
0: love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.